This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. In this podcast, I amplify the feminine voice and curate feminine glory so that you find your own fierce and lovely story. Women, I believe we do that first with ourselves by becoming aware of our story so that we can then raise the next generation of young women to know without a shadow of a doubt they are valued and purposed. This week, I'm bringing you an episode each day with an expert on young women for a laser-focused chat on one issue they face. All of this is to whet your appetite for more in a new course we've created called Loving Teen Girls in 2020, now available at fierceandlovely.org forward slash course. On today's episode, I am joined by my husband, Chris Bruno. He and I have been raising kids and have three teens ourselves. We've both written books on raising kids and we are parenting out loud. So let's dive into what it looks like to create connection with parents. So Chris, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had just in the last week with parents who are experiencing tension with their teens, and particularly moms with their teen girls. And, you know, there's a lot of things going on right now. It could be for a lot of different reasons, and it could be going on apart from the state of things in our nation, apart from COVID, right? Like, It's just difficult a lot of times, the relationship that parents have to their teens. And it's not just girls, but that's what we're focused on here. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when we're experiencing severe disconnection, or maybe I shouldn't even say severe, when we're experiencing disconnection, we assume that it is something external. It's either the circumstance that we find ourselves in, it's hormonal, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, something with their friendships or their schooling, or I don't know, it's something out there. And we have a hard time getting past that and trying to fix those things Mm -hmm. and trying to solve the disconnection problem by solving the circumstantial problems. Mm And yet that's not what you and I say Mm -hmm. is really going on. Yeah. Well, I want to make the distinction. You talk about the external things and the circumstances on the outside. Teenagers don't even have the brain development yet to to distinguish between external and internal. That the things that are happening externally are actually also things that are happening internally. They don't even have the ability to make the distinction yet. And so when they're behaving in a certain way or they're, you know, you're seeing something happening with them, the disconnection that's happening, for them it is the whole of who they are. It's the all of who they are is connected to all of who they are. Those distinctions haven't been quite made yet. And so as we're thinking about how to reconnect to our children and how to have a sense of like being closer in and attached to them and, and developing something, I think that you're right, the thing the parent wants to do is just focus on the external. But we also have to remember that the internal and the external are deeply, deeply connected for them. So what's happening inside is going to be played out outside. And what's happening outside is going to be played out inside. Mm-hmm. And for us as parents, we always have to have a sense of like the what we're seeing is just the tip of the iceberg. It really is just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on uh, for the child. And, and our relationship as they grow into teenagers is actually a significantly less important to them. Our voices are far less powerful in their worlds, and yet they need us far more right? They to, to navigate all this new things. Because what they're experiencing as teenagers is a flood of voices, a flood of experiences, a flood of um, social media and TV shows and friends and, and all the things that are happening. There's a flood of them and they just need us as parents to be 
helping them navigate that. And yet we only have this very short, small percentage of influence in their worlds anymore. And so when we come back to wanting to connect with them, to focus merely on the external uh, is, is to really miss them. I think what we first have to make sure that we're doing is focusing on the, their hearts, focusing on their emotions, focusing on, hey, I just, I see you and I like you and I want to be with you. And, and, and that, if we can get that message across to our, our teenagers and that message across particularly to our girls, then all of a sudden the window for our, our voice, the window of our influence is beginning to increase because ultimately that's what they want. Mm-hmm. So in our session, in the course, we're going to talk about those things being availability and consistency, that those are the really the solutions to the disconnection that parents are experiencing with their teen daughters. We're going to talk a lot about what teen girls need most from their mom and what they need most from their dad. And yet this course is designed for those who love girls. That's not just parents. There's going to be coaches and teachers and youth pastors watching as well. And oftentimes they're the ones on the on the outside, on the sidelines who are looking in, and they are seeing that disconnection. They are seeing mm-hmm. problems between parents and kids. They're oftentimes the ones hearing about it from the kids. And sometimes they've got the best view in. And so for them to to foster connection between those girls they love and, and the parents of those girls, they also need to learn about this. They also need to kind of navigate this, and then they need to nuance it and be the artist that comes alongside and, and points it out to parents. Any words of wisdom for people like that in, in teen girls' lives? Yeah, as, as the work that I do in counseling, I cannot tell you how many times I hear about the influence of a very positive adult in the teen's life. And I think all of us can look back over our lives and say, yes, our parents were important and there were also important other adults. And that the power of positive regard towards the child. And and just like I said a moment ago, like I see you and I like you and I want to be with you is something that the parent needs to be bringing to the child. But any adult that is uh, is wanting to uh, foster life and, uh, and emotional connection and all that and in the teen uh, can also bring that, right? That I just see you and I love you. One of my favorite authors, uh, he says that we're all born into the world looking for someone looking for us. And that as parents, can we be looking for our children? And as youth workers, can we be looking for our children uh, and the teens? And I think uh, the there's a lot of noise. There is just a lot of noise. And in all the noise, our teenagers are looking for someone looking for them. And I think the power of that positive regard can actually uh, captivate the child's heart to draw them into a relationship that will be safe and kind and warm and uh, generous towards them that they will go, hey, this is this is a place I want to connect. And as youth workers, you know, you know, I've done youth ministry in our past and and as a counselor, uh, the, the teens that I work with, I'm always wanting to uh, kind of reawaken the child, the teen, to the possibility that an adult can be that way, and then uh, invite the parent into that relationship as well, and help that parent recognize like it's not just about making them behave, it's actually about bringing you into relationship with your child again, uh, because of that focus so much on the external behavior. Parents often are ashamed of how the child has acted. They are afraid of 
being judged. They're afraid of ramifications. They're afraid for their child's safety, whatever it might be. And those things begin to rule. And they forget, we forget that uh, the child's actually looking for someone looking for them. And we need to reawaken the parents. We need to reawaken our youth workers to that to that fact. Isn't that a, a, just a completely other way of thinking about it? It's just a complete shift in perspective to take what what might be ugly behavior, distancing behavior, rebellious behavior, and instead of focusing on all that is wrong about the way that the teen our, our teen girls are are treating us as parents to flip that upside down and, and to realize they're actually looking to be seen mm-hmm. and to be known and to be loved. And and so ultimately what they want is connection even though we're experiencing it as disconnection. As disconnection, yeah. And I, I feel like some of the most powerful words a parent or a youth worker or a pastor could say to a teen who's externally showing some behavior is, I see you. I see you. And I see beyond what you're doing. And I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait for this course. I can't wait for this particular session as it's such a felt need for so many parents raising teen girls. Thanks so much for doing it with me, Chris. Yeah, you bet. The struggle is real. Moms, I know, I know how hard it is and I know how desperately you want to be more connected to your daughter. And that's why I want to invite you again to join this course, fierceandlovely.org forward slash course. Access it today. Don't wait any longer. The connection with your daughter is available and it is possible and I want to encourage you to choose it. I'll see you tomorrow.